Hi, and welcome to Ann and John's Wrestling Podcast. My name's Ann, and joining me shortly is my boyfriend, John, who loves wrestling. I'm going to let him talk to me about wrestling uh, once a week when we do this podcast for about an hour. And um, generally, I enjoy it. Uh, I don't know as much, but uh, I'm excited to learn more, and I hope you'll join me. Fun. This is gonna be fun. I we're gonna guess, yeah, no. we're gonna engage in in one of your hobbies. Yep. Which is, we rarely get to do. No, never. We never talk about my stuff. No, we never talk about your. We stuff. never do what I want to do. We never go to a wrestling show. The, uh, the thing is, like, oh yeah, on the day Game of Thrones is over. Right. We went to a wrestling show the day of the Game of Thrones finale, a show I'd been watching for only ten years at that point. Mm-hmm. Um. But hey, it's going to be when because then like, coronavirus happened. So Right, because then coronavirus happened and I couldn't go to any other live event for like a long, long yeah, time. Yeah, so you're welcome. And uh, also like you're into these really like niche things, like these obscure like areas of culture. Yeah, these really interesting like um, uh, it's really interesting little niche like artsy things like WWE um, spider-man spider-man the marvel uh, cinematic universe marvel cinematic in general universe, star wars star wars what is a that de- a defender of every star wars trilogy and an apologist for every star wars creative decision um yeah you do love everything star wars does i do i well i have to justify it because for me it's historical text and i have to make it make sense even though real historical text doesn't have to make any sort of thematic sense it could just be a bunch of random crap well, that's because it happened. That's what I mean. So it's like it's it doesn't actually. I don't know why it's so important to me that it makes sense because it's like if it, if I'm thinking about it in that way, which I'm not. I know it's not real. <laughs> Do you? Do Let's you? just move on. Say, say Star Wars isn't real. Say it. Star Wars is a work <laughs> that has been translated to many medium many forms of media many different Uh mediums that is not real and it is a fantastic oh god world a a fantasy of adventure and excitement and heroic and and behavior and it's fun for all ages (laughs) all right you know what on that note Please subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> to a thing we don't have any way We don't to have like a name for this yet. We don't have a name for it. We don't have a way. We certainly don't have any pages to like or subscribe to. Um, this is just how we're going to like avoid talking directly to each other. Yeah. This way we don't have to like communicate during the day. And also, yeah. again, this was your way to trick me into not being able to talk to you about things that only I care about. <laughs> at all during the week and I, now we can only okay I talk take, about it for like 20 minutes i take issue with that because uh i it's not that i don't care i again went to a wrestling show with you the night game of thrones ended i find wrestling entertaining and interesting you're just at a level of sophistication with it Ah, uh, yes. That I cannot hope to measure up to. Well, hopefully that's what this journey will be about. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I yeah, mean, maybe hopefully we'll I'll... get you to that level of sophistication and, you know, artistic, uh, you know, uh, analysis. Yeah. So. I'm happy to help. Yeah, exactly. Really you're helping help. me. You're helping yeah. me learn about a world that, quite frankly, is like 
a little bit intimidating to someone like me. Yeah, it can be. It's a lot. You know, it's a very intellectual. Um... Wait a minute. <laughs> I was being kind of genuine. <laughs> I know you are. You're right. You're right. You are. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I no. am very obsessed. <laughs> you are. With you wrestling an... and a lot of, uh, there's a lot of it. You have an encyclopedic knowledge of most things that you are interested in. Yeah. Except for me. But like. <laughs> it's true. With you, I uh, got your birthday wrong once. Uh, <laughs> you did. After a very long bit about how I didn't know your birthday. Yeah. And then, and then I said the wrong date. And I immediately corrected myself. But now I'm like forever have anxiety. And, and I love to torment you with it. Yep. Um, and also I didn't know you had like three instruments and I didn't know you played any of them. You have a guitar, <laughs> you have a piano, you go what? play the drums, oh, yeah. you make beats. I make beats. Yeah. You make whole beats. <laughs> they're not good they're and they're fine. not whole. They're holistic. I am, I'm working on a song for my godson. Oh, right. And it's about how he doesn't poop his pants, even though I think he does. But I'm trying to rehab his image a little What's bit. What's it real quick? How old is he? He is going to be three. Okay. I just want to make sure that everybody knew that your godson wasn't 20. 33. He's 33. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he doesn't poop his pants. He claims not to. But <laughs> I'm writing I think he a song might. about it for his wedding. All right. Um, yeah, I make beats. But you didn't know any of that. But because... Uh, your encyclopedic knowledge is specific to a few subjects, but it's truly spectacular. Like, it is actually, I am uh, often extremely impressed. I, if people could see the faces you're making, they would immediately tune in. I out. don't have confidence or pride in many things. <laughs> and I definitely shouldn't in this. But it's kind of nice to, to live with someone who, like, when there's one of three topics comes up at work or something, I can be like, just yell into the other room like, hey, John, and you will immediately know everything I need and to know about give you more it. than you ever needed. Yeah. And and actually, I hesitate to do that sometimes because I know it's going to be all It's going to be a, a flood. It's like a thing where you have to open some sort of storm door and yeah. let in just a little bit of water. And then you have to try to like immediately try to force it closed. Yeah. Um, like Because you'll drown. Yeah. Wow. That's topical. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh <laughs> I didn't mean anything. What a tasteless, edgy, oh, topical God. joke you just I made. Just, I didn't even mean. I was thinking like a Game of Thrones level thing. I really wasn't thinking about it being. To- I'm the least topical person there is. I know. Most of my news I find out from you. That's true. It, well, wrestling news I find out on my own, but yeah, from you, I will you literally. Know. I probably would not have even known about the pandemic had you not been telling me like we have to wear masks now. <laughs> like I, w- I probably would have been dead. Honestly. <laughs> At least would have had COVID at one I point. I mean, it, without me, you would have been dead, but like not from Yeah, not COVID. from COVID. <laughs> just from like, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have pants that fit me. I lost 60 pounds because you made me go on a diet. <laughs> and, and let me be clear. I didn't make him. I went no, on the you, diet with him. Because it sounds idea. like I'm just like yelling at you about your weight, which is terrible. I never once have said anything negative about your body at any point You're very in supportive. Life. You're right. I'm very supportive. I merely suggested we go on a diet together. And then when you tried to back out, I insisted that you do it with me. Mm-hmm. And you just had more discipline and you stuck with it longer and you lost yeah, a bunch I, of weight. That's right. I did it for a year. You did it for... I did it for about six weeks. <laughs> yeah, about six weeks. Well, to be fair, you weigh a lot less than me. So I had more weight to lose. If you yeah, had lost but, as much weight as I did, you would not be feeling very good. Yeah, but I'm a woman in this world that is sexist and that's probably true. wants me to lose um, all of, all of the weight. Every wants weight, me to every disappear. Ounce, yeah. Get out of here. that you weigh is too much. Anyway. 
on that note. <laughs> All right. Well, I had a couple topics here that I jotted some notes down. I hope they make sense. Well, okay. So hang on. Let's start with like me. Let's let's do some kind of theater about it. Okay. Ugh. So let's be like, okay. 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 Ready? Okay. Okay. Hang on. All right. Here we go. All right. Uh, hey, babe. How was your day? Oh, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, some stuff happened. Oh, really? Where in real life or wrestling? <laughs> Excuse me. I I mean, <laughs> I, I mean. Do you want I, me to tell <laughs> the professionals and the athletes that do this for us to entertain us that you that it's not real that they don't that you don't consider what they do real? You know, we don't need to do this right now. Okay, okay. this is this is this is important. It's to me. theater. All right. <laughs> you said it's theater. <laughs> I am acting. Based on and real motion. Okay, scene. all right. Blackout. Okay, there we go. We're, I got we're us out UCB of that. certified. I uh, got us out of that. That was a close one. We're UCB certified improvisers, so please don't try any of this stuff. No. At home. Sometimes we just get sucked into doing scenes, and yeah, um, and it can be very dangerous if you're not. Uh, I think trained. people like it though. I think pe- if there's nothing people want more than two white people talking about nonsense. <laughs> for hours <laughs> that's what people want i was gonna say nobody ever would have known that we were white unless you said it but you know what i think it's, yeah, it's pretty obvious. obvious it's pretty obvious <laughs> i don't think it would have really taken that much yeah i i don't think there's much of a question here yeah. uh anyway on that note okay 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 we'll do the theater again but like not stupid okay, okay great <laughs> okay great i also have no idea what's going to be edited in or out of this or if none, it's just, none. none. Okay, there's great. no editing all you right. think i have time to edit this? i didn't think so what and i wouldn't ask you, you to okay maybe i'll edit it if i say something problematic yeah if but you not say if something you do. cancelable yeah no that's, <laughs> that's the way to go i'm gonna edit this to make me look good that's all right fine. so hun um uh hey hey darling hey sweetie hey cutie <laughs> pants hey honey bear <laughs> what's um, up hey so uh tell me about uh what's going on in wrestling this week whoa what's going on in wrestling this week i mean so much uh okay all right we gotta drop that now because uh, we're not gonna be able to sustain that <laughs> yeah right i'm definitely not doing that for the entire no um thing once i start talking about wwe my uh, ability to stay um enthused is gonna be quickly declining Ooh, um did they do something bad again when don't they uh well i did i mean well a quick thing i did go to the uh you know i'm I'm snarking on it here pretty hard but i did go to uh the wwe smackdown event in madison square garden oh yeah you weren't here that Uh, night that was weird i was like pacing around the apartment like howling yeah (laughs) where is he i thought you'd left forever Oh, As yeah. I always do when you leave the apartment. That's right. You have a puppy-like uh, <laughs> uh, understanding of time and, uh, yeah, and whether I, or not I'll be home. I never know how long you've been gone. Yeah. Um, well, how it was, was it? It was fun. It was fun to be at a wrestling show again. Uh, you know, I'll preface my snarkiness of WWE with uh, the fact that it was really fun to go and uh, um, to be in, I mean... I don't know if it was the best idea, but to be in a huge room with a bunch of strangers um, <coughs> and watching. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. Sorry, I've just had this horrible cough. Ever since you yeah, I back. feel fine. Can't taste any food, but well, I'm on a diet anyway. Um, uh, anyway, it was 
it was fun. It was cool to be back there. Um, and, uh, you know, it was just like, a, it was just fun to be back at a wrestling show after so long. Um, but one thing that happened, uh, let me see, look, look over my notes here. So one thing that did happen was that, um, Sasha Banks was not there at that show. She had recently returned the Mandalorian's Sasha Banks for you yes. non-wrestling fans. I, I know who Sasha Banks somehow, is. Somehow, even though I do have an encyclopedic knowledge of uh Is that how it's pronounced? Star Wars. I think it's encyclopedic. I'm just Encycl- okay. Um but even though I do have that knowledge, I forget what her name is on the Mandalorian. <gasps> oh my god. I know. I know it's it's tough. They found a way to defeat you. It's just having so much content put, that even I cannot keep up. Put yeah, put a wrestler in a Disney show, but don't give them any lines. No, wait, yeah. she had like she had two a lines. lines. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think it actually helped her get better at talking because she was always a great. She's a great performer. She's a great wrestler. She's great at like emoting as a character and doing things as a character in the confines of a wrestling match, and she's very expressive and emotive in a match. But whenever she would like try to just do like an interview, it was very bad and it sounded very unnatural. Um, but mm. post Mandalorian, she was much better at it because she probably took a bunch of acting lessons and yeah. she was more comfortable probably. Oh, yeah. Um, That's exciting. See, it's never too late, folks. It's never too late. Uh, it's never too late to fit into the tiniest pants you've ever fit in like I do now. And it's never too late to learn how to act. After um, you're already famous. Yeah. That's right. After you're already a famous uh, rich person. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, she is, I think, an anti-vaxxer. Um, Boo! Yeah, but she never actually, like, said anything about the anti-vaxxing. She was just, like, liking Instagram posts about it, like mm-hmm. memes. Uh, and then people swarmed her about it immediately. Yeah. Um, and so she was supposed to have this big match at SummerSlam about a month ago or a couple weeks ago. And they had to, they were like very weird about it. They like wouldn't say if the match was on or not. And then right up until the match was about to go on, they even played like a video package for that match to hype everybody up for Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as soon as they came back, Bianca Belair came back came out for her entrance. And so they've done everything. The only thing that had not had happened was Sasha Banks had not come out. And then they were like, "So actually, this match isn't going to happen. Um, oh. We're not going to do this match." Uh, and then they did something else, which was annoying. Um, uh, I love Becky Lynch, but she came back and beat Bianca Belair very quickly. And it's like, what are we doing here? Why she doesn't need to beat her that fast? Anyway, yeah. this is off topic. Sasha Banks. Oh, it is. Oh shoot. Yeah, so, okay, whoops. sorry. I thought that was it. <laughs> no, Sasha Banks. That's kind of old, but it, yeah, I, I could go on. You're right. I could that's go on okay. for an hour with this. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway. You were like, "Oh, this podcast will take 20 minutes," and I'm like, "I won't in have what world? We are almost at 20 minutes, my friend." There's a lot of riffing. We haven't even gotten to the first. One. All right, look. So anyway, <laughs> Sasha Banks has now disappeared from WWE, but they won't say why or what's going on with mm. her. At first, I was like, if it was COVID, they've said people have had COVID before, so I don't know why they'd be weird about it. The only thing I can think is that you, she just like is not willing to be vaccinated, so they don't and they don't want to like admit that that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just not saying anything. But she wasn't at MSG, which MSG themselves were advertising her. I don't think WWE was advertising her for that um, SmackDown show, uh, but she wasn't there and as 
uh, has been pointed out to me by some of my other wrestling nerd friends. She's not vaccinated. You had to be vaccinated to get into MSG then. <laughs> yeah. So it's highly possible that she just was even as a performer was like just not allowed to go because she's a lot of these places probably require vaccinations yeah and she doesn't want to get vaccinated and does not that's wild that it's she crazy. would still not get vaccinated if it means she doesn't can't work i yeah. wonder like wow that's wild yeah i don't know i mean but I, you know I, what i've heard that like sometimes the vaccine can make your balls so big you have to cancel your wedding oh my god what medical professional did you hear that from Nicki minaj <laughs> Like Dr. Nicki Minaj? Yeah, Dr. Nicki Minaj Dr. Says, Minaj. sometimes the vaccine makes your balls so big you got to cancel your wedding. Wow. Anyway, I so like I how can she see said how that. she would be nervous is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but wait, has Sasha Banks been like problematic in the past? She's never been problematic I that I can think of. I don't, I mean, perhaps I'm sure maybe if we release this, there will be somebody that's like, well, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, excuse me. She was like, but I, I to if my knowledge, know she's not been bad about Sasha Banks. And you're listening to this. Please comment, like, and subscribe. Yeah. Comment, like, and subscribe. Tell us what horrible things Sasha Banks has said or done <laughs> that I, I yeah. have a blind spot to. Um, and I will learn about it. Yeah. And then we'll, uh, we'll take her down. <laughs> well, <laughs> We'll cancel her. Don't say that. We'll cancel her. Don't say that. (laughs) That's true. I can't make any promises. We might not be able to cancel her. This This is a this podcast will not. (laughs) We'll we'll try not to cancel anybody. I don't know. I can't. You never know. Oh, we'll try. I don't know. Saying we're not going to cancel anybody makes us sound like I love that you're right now. (laughs) I love that you're worried about this. Yeah. Oh no! What if we cancel? What if? Oh my God! What if we cancel someone? What if we think? Oh man! What if we do? It'll be fine. I think it. it anyway, we will cancel Sasha Banks. Anyway. Just give us the dirt. Yeah, let's um, just move on. <laughs> no, yeah, but so well, well, yeah. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, but to my knowledge, she's she's been uh, uh, nice up to this point. Yeah, um, that's why I was surprised because yeah, it, I mean, she doesn't seem like one of those. She's like who great. was that other Mandalorian lady who was oh all, Gina like, Carano? Gina Carano. You know, oh, actually, I just realized maybe she spent some time with Gina Carano <gasps> on that show, and Gina Carano infected her. Oh my god! With some like because conspiracy, they're both, yeah, they're, they're both like not vaccinated against conspiracies yeah, hey, either, and they're so, both like athlete, like yeah, they were both probably like, like broing out, yeah, right. And yeah, see, I totally thought Gina Carano was a wrestling star, but she's not. She's Gina like an MMA. She's like a real fighter. Yeah, no offense. Wow, I meant real Again. as in like you know real. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I want to do the show anymore. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. Uh, yeah. No, but Gina, but I just realized that I made that connection. Maybe Gina Carano got to Sasha Banks. That would be something. That would be it? so. What if they form like a weird little like? God, what if the Mandalorian? Even though it's my own, like I love it. What if it's somehow the poison that has infected all of the content that I love, and it's gonna it's gonna take it all down. From oh my the inside. god, maybe yeah. Pedro Pascal, don't say anything because bad bef- before this there was never anything toxic about wwe no nothing at all and um, it was all positivity <laughs> or disney or star wars or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. everything was hunky dory until the old mandalorian yeah, came right. along and hired gina garano yep. uh well uh, that sucks that she wasn't there yeah i mean i wasn't expecting her to be but i just I, I, there was they've been so like obtuse about everything they haven't said one way or another we still don't know anything about it she just was supposed to have a match 
disappeared and nobody has said anything about it. But She's been tweeting a little bit. But the, when do they announce the matches? Like how far in advance? It depends on uh, how they're building to the show because it's all based uh-huh. on like whatever story they're telling. But that, that like, one they announced, I mean, it was a couple weeks. They had a couple weeks before the show oh, they wow. announced so it. and then a there pretty were, short timeline. Well, it was it, they all, there's usually a month between pay-per-views. So you'll only ever get like a month mm-hmm. notice at I most. See. I mean, theoretically, they should know longer than that prior but i don't know if um if that was but they had they waited till the absolute last second as though they were wondering if maybe she'll show up (laughs) maybe she's there and we just haven't found her yet you know look man we couldn't find sasha she's not back there (laughs) just just go with something else i really do want maybe they were trying and trying to convince her to get vaccinated it might have been that i mean it's the only thing i can think is that she's not vaccinated and they and she refuses to get vaccinated and they don't want to admit it because yeah. as much as they are like a kind of like a Trumpy company there, they don't like to say they are. Yeah. Well, um, and then the other. Because they want as uh, much like broad appeal as possible. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing it could be is she could be pregnant. Yeah. But like. Like Becky Lynch. Remember? Yeah. But what. Remember when Becky Lynch like stepped down and I was like, oh, she's pregnant. And I was right. And I was like, shut up. No. Yeah. <laughs> you were like. Uh. Uh, well, she's. I mean, Becky Lynch. I guess there was a short period where Becky Lynch. I feel like was they didn't kind of gone. Explain why it was, she wasn't yeah, there around. was like a couple. There were a couple weeks where she was kind of gone, and it was a little weird. But then yeah. she was like, "I'm pregnant." Um, and there's probably a time wonder. when they are pregnant, but they don't want to tell everyone yet because yeah. there's that window where you're not supposed to like tell people because you might not be yeah, a sure thing yet. Yes, yes, yes. And then, but I imagine during that period, you wouldn't want to like wrestle. Oh yeah, I mean, I think so, if there's any inkling that you may be pregnant, you yeah, probably so you, will want to. You probably are in this weird spot of like, yeah. I don't want to announce, but I'm not going to be wrestling for a few yeah, months. So you got to so. kind of take it easy because as soon as you find out if it didn't take, then you get jump right oh, back in. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> jump right back in. Oh boy! Right? Yeah. All right. Oh boy! Now I am canceled. All right. Yeah, you um, are. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe she is pregnant, but I just feel like it would be. I Less guess you're right. You can't. You can't. They can't say like, "Hey, she might be pregnant." Um, yeah. So maybe, maybe that is what it is. Maybe we'll hope for the maybe. best. Maybe she's. Yeah. Maybe she's just pregnant. Maybe she's just pregnant, and we're all going to be happy. And I'll feel really bad for making fun of her and, and calling saying, her like anti-vax. Yeah, and, and then, then and you'll be canceled, buddy. Yeah, I never said she was dumb. God, Sasha, no. if you listen to this. <laughs> We're so sorry, we Sasha. So we sorry. actually I love am a you. genuine fan. Our friend actually does an impression of you as Jar Jar Binks, and it's really funny. <laughs> to be fair, it's really an impression of Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just because uh, of the But it's in names. like a purple wig. It's, it's not because of any resemblance no, to Jar Jar No, you Banks. are not it's anything like... like you. You're it's just because the name... Jar Jar Banks. Jar Jar Banks is the name of the character. And it's, it's basically just, just a guy in a in a Jar Jar Binks mask with a like a purple long wig on yeah. and like a bikini. And he talks like Jar Jar Banks. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, so that's the part of the show where we explain to Sasha Banks uh, a bit our friend does. Yeah. And that we're sorry if we <laughs> And that we're you. sorry. <laughs> we love you. We're sorry. We love you. Um, okay. What else happened? Uh, oh, this was just a stupid little thing that happened, but I was watching AEW, the show that I that i love yeah and uh i know about this one cm punk who recently came back and i cried yeah many times me, rewatching this. this i know i told you about this so only we'll only move on to the yeah. anyway this I'm is like, a move, fun i move yes I you cried yeah, yeah, move yeah, on yeah. move on tears uh, i don't so care so there were there was a uh there was a uh he started like a new rivalry this week on on aew show dynamite 
and uh, there was a part where he were they were both. There's two entrance ways in AEW. There's one for like the baby faces, the good guys, and there's one for the heels really? or the bad guys. I yeah, didn't so they had separate doors. They do, and CM Punk will sometimes like tease. He's like, "Which one should I go through?" To the audience, he's like, "Who am I? You know, what am I? What am I thinking?" Oh, that's silly. It is silly. That is so silly. It's silly. That's not what he did this time though. <laughs> but he has done it before. He's a natural heel. He's. I mean, we love him. But I think he's more at home being a heel. We're all. It's great to have him back. It's been weird because CM Punk is like a lovable curmudgeon and always has been. You know, mm-hmm. we love him, but he's very sarcastic. Like he can Lewis be very Black. like a Lewis Black. He is like a Lewis <laughs> Black, and uh, and uh, he's kind of a Larry David too. Actually, oh, yeah. CM Punk is a very like a Larry David type guy. Um, uh, and it's. Great to have him back, but he's like so happy right now that it's weird. Like it's weird to see him be genuinely happy and excited because he's yeah. just like happy to be back and he missed it and he's got like a reignited passion for a thing that he loved that he like lost his love for for a little while. Oh, and it's sweet, but it is like I'm just not used to seeing this guy be yeah be like excited about stuff. I'm, I like yeah. I'm trying to imagine Larry David being excited just and genuinely very disconcerting. It's, it's weird, right? And it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm oh. happy for him and I'm happy to have him back and he's still wrestling very well. He had a match and he was good and he's still, you know, very naturally good mm-hmm. at it and everything, but just it's I just he's always been at his best when he's either being mean and evil or like if he is being like a good guy that he's sort of the underdog and he's like fighting from underneath yeah uh, and in aew he doesn't really have that because in wwe he did have that because he had the ability to um because he was like a guy he's not like the typical guy that they would like and push and so it always felt like an uphill battle for him and so it always felt like he had to like call things out and fight against things that were unfair and in aew it seems much more free and like open creatively so he can't anyway the thing so, that he well, did well who's who's he gonna be now Sorry, right? I, know, I know this is like a big metaphorical question now. I don't or like know. Like a big, uh, I don't know, not metaphorical question, whatever it is. Or a anyway, a bigger existential, que- uh, yeah, maybe. an existential question now. But like, who's CM Punk going to be? It's like John Mulaney he has to reinvent himself entirely. Yeah, maybe it it might be. I think he's because uh, right now we're just happy to have him back. But I think the thing you want to do in wrestling and in entertainment in general for a lot of things, and uh, maybe we could pan out here and it's for almost anything but uh especially in wrestling and entertainment i feel like you always want to be like evolving and reinventing yourself you don't want to get like stale and do the yeah. same thing over and over oh, again no. so chris jericho is a guy that has been doing that for many years and uh he's always got like he'll run something it'll be very popular he'll run with it for a few years and then he'll like evolve it into something else and like Sometimes there's like misses that things that don't really take, but for the most mm-hmm. part, everything's but a hit. But CM Punk's been the same the whole time, right? He's, he's been basically been the guy. same, but he 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 had other like as he changes from like good guy to bad guy, he's like had different. Even in just his WWE career, he had different like sort of eras. Yeah, where he was like a straight edge, you know, like underground indie wrestler guy who was in WWE and trying to like just be respectful and compete, and was a little sarcastic. Then he was an evil like straight edge cult leader essentially where mm-hmm. he was doing these like he was trying to make himself look like jesus and he put I like stigmata was... on his oh on my. his wrist tape and he was like he was doing sermons about being straight edge and then i didn't realize he was straight edge oh yeah he's straight edge i think that's God. why he's so ornery probably <laughs> i love that they're still yeah. around the straight edges he's yeah i mean i can i 
I was straight edge myself for a little bit. But I mean, we know. both were, but we both agree it's just because we weren't invited to things as oh, teenagers. Oh, that's, that's true. You're right. I probably would have. It's truly the second I was in college. and, uh, and It's like... No, actually, I held that pretty... I held that... I was a junior in college even before I started drinking. Well, that's just because you have a lot of discipline for certain things. For certain things, yeah. I have a dis- yeah. I have discipline to be like a buzzkill, yeah. <laughs> which I think is a very true thing. I feel <laughs> like once you stop doing something, you're very good at like not doing it anymore. That's true. Um, But... The reason I, what were we just, what was I just saying? This is funny because we, we went on like some really fun stuff, but I never even said the thing that I brought this up to say. I know. Well, that's and it's the gonna beauty be, of the podcast. It's not even going to be. This is what a podcast is, it's John. It's true, you're right. You just talk about shit. Yeah. And then everybody Whoa, goes. Whoa, we can swear. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, a little uh, editing required now, huh? No, no, no. No, but uh, yeah, anyway. We weren't. We were straight edge because we were kids who liked rock music and didn't get invited out. Yeah, he was straight edge because he was like into hardcore and like that yeah. subculture. Um, yeah, because he didn't drink or did he have sex? I think straight he edge was, also is about sex in a weird. Well, way. no, I think yeah. There's different like levels of straight edge. There's there's like your your regular straight edge people. I think that are just like don't don't drink, don't use mm-hmm. like recreational drugs. And I think he's that yeah. straight edge. Because some straight edge people, yeah, they're abstinent and they also don't. Some of them are like vegan too. Oh, um, like with minor threat. I mean, vegans are cool. I'm not trying to shit on vegans. Wasn't minor threat? I think they were they were abstinent. Uh, I think a minor threat. No, maybe were I they? don't know. I, I actually don't. Up, but I'm, I actually don't know because they were like some of the purveyors of uh, or whatever the progenitors, whatever the. They, I think they were some of the first people that were straight edge. I see, I see, I Some see. Some of the first, like, hardcore See, I, I was not, I was edge. not aware of the uh, culture so much around Straight Edge. I did like Biff Naked, uh, who was a female uh, oh. rock singer who was Straight Edge. She had the X's on her hands and stuff. Oh, that's cool, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was... the X's on his... Yeah, I really didn't that. know a lot of the other, the rest of the culture, to be honest. Yeah, one of my uh, best friends in college was a big Straight Edge, or he was a big hardcore guy, so I was, and I that's cool. enjoyed, and my friends from, like growing up were into hardcore and stuff too i like immediately um, gave straight edge up the minute i went into a frat house no, and got yeah. offered a drink like that was it i was like oh okay anything <laughs> to be popular yeah i was like i have principles what <laughs> like who cares anyway uh anyway cm punk is straight edge <laughs> CM Punk. Back to CM Punk. I don't know who he's going to be, but here's the thing that I brought this up to yeah, say. Yeah, what, what happened? He was, like, you know, having some last final words with um with the people that he's about to, like, start wrestling. Oh, right, because this is two doors. This is two doors, right? And they're they're trying to, you know, I think where the you're, like, door, talking to somebody door. and walking away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they were walking, walking through talk. their evil doorway, and he's walking towards the, the good doorway. But he, like wasn't really looking and he got so close to walking into the set <laughs> oh. and then like turned around just in time and looked at it and then turned around and like said something else to them and then stepped around it but it was i was like oh god no look out because i was like that would have been <laughs> i mean he's a very sarcastic guy so he probably could have gotten away with it but it would have looked real dumb mm-hmm. if he had uh if he had walked if into that accidentally gone through the wrong door well if he had like walked into a thing and like hit his head yeah like that oh, would have been very, that'd be funny it would have been really funny but i it would have felt bad for him like i said he's pretty uh he's he's pretty good at making fun of himself but it's still um there was like a famous famous now there was an old little like i think kind of short-lived wrestling meme where there was a time where he tried to like unzip his hoodie to to 
be intimidating to somebody How or fight somebody wrong? and he just kept like forgetting where the zipper was so he just he like reached for the zipper and couldn't find it a couple times and then he pulled then he finally pulled it down because he thought it was like higher or lower than it was no. and it was it was very funny um i'm a big tough man i'm gonna beat you up as soon as zipper. i get my sweater off the zipper. okay um, right. Anyway, that was fun. So, but he, he avoided disaster. He walked through the door <laughs> successfully. I would love that. Actually, if I was going to be a wrestler, I feel like that would be my gimmick. Literally, just I'm a I'm a fool. I'm a clown. I fall over all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are people who. Do oh yeah, that, there's there's definitely some like people. A very fun gimmick. There are plenty of people uh, that do that. Um, there's plenty of people like some luchadors <laughs> that do some stuff like that there's a guy That's in cool. japan named toriano who does like silly goofy stuff like that very well very well uh done um All anyway right. we'll talk about a, them later is there a third thing there's so many things, but I will, oh I'll edit. I'll edit. I'll edit. No, 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 no. I will say no. this is the like. Let's a, do all of them. It's the first episode. We'll figure it out. This is the double sized issue. This yeah, is the premiere. This is our deluxe this debut. Is, this is the, when they do like a TV show premieres and they we're do only, a movie. We're only at thirty three minutes, you know. Oh wow! And podcasts have to be minimum three hours, right? Well, Joe Rogan's is like eight hours. I'm pretty sure and Joe Rogan has <laughs> podcasts for like eight hours a day. I mean, when I when we started this, I said I want to be the next Joe Rogan. You did. You say it every day, I say, even wake when up we're not every talking morning. about podcasts. Every morning, I'd and say. sometimes at night when you're asleep, you're I'm like, Hi, I'm Joe Rogan. Welcome to Joe Rogan. <laughs> Uh, yeah, hey, how's it going? Hey, hey, I'm Joe Rogan. Today I'll say some stuff that maybe is like, hey. you'll be like, oh, okay, that's actually kind of reasonable. Guys. And then I'll go way to the other direction. I'm, I'm doing DMT. Yeah. I have no hair on my body. Anyway, yeah. I don't know why that's my Joe Rogan impression. I don't know. I like to do impressions and I just went fully into that. He's got, yeah, he's, his voice just always sounds very tight to me. Yeah. Well, like he's his, podcasting so much. He can't, like, can't move or make it, any weird noises. It really does sound it's tense. Just like he's hurting his throat when he talks. But anyway, okay, what's our next wrestling event? What else happened? Uh, going back to that SmackDown. Yeah, we're yeah, you're still at this live show. So anyway, what happened next at the live show? Uh well, a thing that they kind of got I think some uh some negative feedback about was that they didn't have any women's matches uh oh, on boo. the show. Yeah, and the thing is, they did actually have one for the live audience to start the show, but I don't think it will was taped for TV, which was Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, which was a very fun match, and the mm-hmm. crowd was very into it, and it was it was the hot opener, as they call it. The hot opener is the it's like a fun, fast paced match with popular wrestlers that will get the crowd very like uh, invested in the show mm-hmm. uh, right away, so you don't have you know, and then. Um, and that way they're excited like an opener and, yeah. like an opening comic yeah yeah so like even like a comedy band. show you would want your i mean it's sometimes i feel like we think the opening spot is bad but the opening spot is important because you want yeah. them to be good and you want them to engage the audience yeah so i think it is like uh it is good to be the opener um well it's important it's an important role it's an important role and sometimes you do want uh somebody like who is, can i just say like when i went and saw kesha a couple weeks ago oh, yeah who I, opened for <laughs> who was who was her warm-up comic Betty Who, who is a singer, mm-hmm. and I like Betty Who, but she was like the last couple songs, especially she was like very visibly lip syncing, and it was very disappointing oh. to me. I it would like, be really funny for a warm up comic to be lip syncing. Oh yeah, that would be great. 
Um, anyway, just crowd work. Um, so the the Charlotte Flair and uh, who who Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley, they did the opening. Uh, they fight. did the opening match, and it was it was very fun. Um, crowd is very behind Rhea Ripley, which is good because she's the baby face and she's newer on the roster than Charlotte. So that's good. I mean, they were we were booing Charlotte, so it was uh, she was also getting the desired reaction, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, but they were going to have another women's match. Uh, which was going to be Zelina Vega, who famously a couple months ago was released from WWE because they tried to do this whole thing about controlling like they're out the wrestlers outside. They have a whole thing where their wrestlers are independent contractors, but they very much treat them like employees. Oh yeah, so they, they basically can't do they, other work. Right? Yeah, and so she had a Twitch stream, and then she ended up being fired because she didn't want to give up the Twitch stream. Um, and she has now come back and i believe her twitch stream is still going so i guess it kind of worked out for her yeah yeah um and anyway thing with with her um a not so fun fact about her is that her father was a 9-11 first responder um and he was he was killed on 9-11 which is very sad uh and so this show was on september 10th no 2021 and so it's in Madison Square Garden in New York City, her hometown. No. On the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And so she was supposed to have a match. It was, it was going to no. be her. Uh, it was a tag team match. I don't remember who else was going to be in it, but because it didn't happen. So it was yeah. just like a, a news piece I saw. But she was supposed to be in this match, uh, which would have been like a nice moment for her. And they cut it for time. No. Yeah. And I mean, look, I was at the show. There was plenty of stuff you could have cut <laughs> to make some room for this match and to let her have a moment. And she posted a picture of herself and she had a, like a Naruto, which is an anime themed outfit that she had made and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she had like the specially made outfit is what I'm saying. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to say excited. I don't know. But she was probably very emotional about this. Um, and uh, she just posted a picture of it and said, never mind. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, is brutal. No, brutal. Which is such such a WWE thing to do. That is the worst thing I've ever. It's heard. It's like the most tone deaf. I mean, hang on. That's the second worst thing I've ever heard after nine eleven. After the yeah, after the like the <laughs> after the facts of nine yeah. eleven. The nine fr- eleven two thousand one was the worst. Was worse. Was worse. Was worse. But nine eleven two thousand twenty one. Pretty bad too. It, she had another. She had another another unfortunate. Okay, oh, all right. No, I'm not gonna. No, say, I'm not gonna try no, to. But no. it was. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> that, uh, it sucked and it was totally avoidable. And there was plenty of stuff they could have cut or trimmed down on that show that could yeah. have gotten her that moment. Boo WWE, WWE, boo, boo them. Oh yeah, boo totally. To you. Uh, but even like, even if she had had that match, WWE loves to have people lose when they're in their hometown. So they'll talk about how they're in their hometown and get everybody excited. Uh, and then they have them lose. They just like this weird... WWE has I, a weird what, like though? ownership thing where they like want to humiliate you and keep you only at a certain level of confidence so that you'll want to do what they like. But do you think maybe that it could also be a, like a weird... I could see it being like a weird circus trick that Vince does where he's like, no, you got to make them lose in front of their hometowns. And then the hometowns all riled up and they'll watch... And they'll, they they'll want to come back. Maybe. I mean, like it they'll could watch be. the next pay per view, even though it's not in their hometown, because they'll want to make sure that their hero got 
Vengeance. Vengeance. It yeah, could be yeah. that. I truly don't think there's that much thought put into it anymore in WWE, mm-hmm. but That's just fair. from having watched it, um, I don't think there's... I'm not knocking their creative team or whatever. I think it's just that there's a lack of creative vision at the top. And there's you're not knocking the creative team. They just are not talented. Yeah, they're just uh, horrible (laughs) hacks. And uh, no, it's just I think there's a clearly a lack of strong leadership and creative creatively. Um, Anyway, they uh, uh, what was I saying about uh, Zelina Vega's um, her match got cut for time. Yeah, and um, posted a picture saying, "Never mind." Yeah. Those rhyme. And it really, yeah, never mind. Yeah, that's right. Almost. Almost. Yeah. I've got a poem going on. Finish this haiku. I don't think. No, it's okay. Uh, But anyway, it was, it was sad to see. And they don't, um, they don't care. I don't feel like, oh, I was just going to say that AEW had employs these other like carny tricks about, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're much happier is that they will usually have somebody win in their hometown. They'll build them up as like a hometown hero. And then they'll have the other, like the bad guy is disparage the hometown, mm-hmm. typically making fun of the sports team, a tried and true mm-hmm. um, method. And then the hometown hero will come out and defend them. And sometimes they get a, uh, they lose a little bit, but this guy, Brian Pillman jr. Who is the son of uh, a legendary wrestler, Brian Pillman or flying Brian Pillman, as he was known at one point, passed away when his son was a young child. So now his son is a wrestler in AEW and he's from Aww. Cincinnati and they had him, uh they had him defend they had a, a heel mjf was making fun of the hometown at very viciously and making fun of his family in the front row and then Ooh. brian pillman jr came out and um stood up to him uh and then they started fighting but mjf has this like bodyguard guy wardlow who came out and beat him up uh, or you Aww. know helped him helped him uh, well, I guess that's a bodyguard's job. It is. Um, to be fair. It's true. He's only doing his job. He's doing what but, he's hired to do. But he had his little moment. Uh, like, he would defended him, but he didn't come out on top in that one. But they do have a match coming up later um, in MJF's hometown of New York. Uh, so maybe he'll be able to humiliate MJF in that match. But on their later show, Rampage, which is a smaller, like the shorter show that they do, mm-hmm. Brian Pillman Jr. did get to win a match later and stand tall. So he didn't stand tall every time but they got to see him so the people that watched that show they saw him sort of try and fail and then they saw him succeed later right so they did do a little bit of that yeah 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 it's all like circus tricks kind of like the old circus tricks yeah old circus tricks is an old circus tricks sorry that was a weird creepy voice leprechaun voice or something there's a fruit fly on me oh no fruit flies in the house we haven't had fruit in this house in years I, actually it's those bananas oh yeah probably as we do have rotting fruit get, on the counter get, yeah i gotta throw away those if anybody wants any bananas like There's and subscribe two bananas on the counter left and they're kind of brown and like and subscribe i gotta get rid of them like and subscribe anyway. uh well there was a there was a um a thing so this is the thing i'll get annoyed about so biggie yeah. Is one of my faves. He was injured for a while, I remember, but then he was okay. I think he was, yeah. I can't remember what his injury was. He was out, for a, was. He was out for a little while. Um, I just remember that about him when he mentioned He was him. out a little while for a little while, but he's uh, he's been back now. So for, what's going on with him now? So he's got the money in the bank contract. He's one of my faves, one uh-huh. of my favorites. Um, and I've wanted him to, uh, he's part of the New Day stable, which is a very fun 
group of guys that I've loved for a long time, a number of years. Yep, they give away pancakes. They do give away free pancakes. Every time three already cooked pancakes. All you got to do is yeah. clean it off, throw it in the microwave. Yeah. You, gotta, you don't even have to throw it in the microwave. You, you can just, just eat, eat it, it, snack yeah. on it on the show. Eat a cold pancake. Yeah, cold pancake show. from a plate that has probably touched the ground unless you're a good catch. Um, Look, we've got immune systems, okay? That's true. Anyway. Anyway, so Biggie, uh, but he's been on his own lately, and I've been excited for him to reach that uh, next level and win the world championship, which is a big deal. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a big responsibility and it'd be a great moment. And I've been very excited for it. And he's got this money in the bank contract, which guarantees him a world title shot oh. anytime, anywhere for theoretically one year. Although I don't think in 10 years they've ever uh, enforced that yeah. one year thing. And so they, um, and so with WWE, even when there are stories to tell, typically what they'll do is choose to tell no story mm-hmm. and just do the quickest, least effort way to get to someplace because yeah. they're trying to like make moments. And I think they truly think that the audience is so stupid and doesn't pay enough attention that they won't care. And they're maybe, maybe they're right. Maybe I'm just too invested in this, but that could be. I mean, it, I don't mean, I don't want to, you know, hun. Look. But I feel like they used to. And, you know, sometimes the things we love just don't love us back. And that's okay. I've hope, come to terms with that. I hope we're talking about wrestling. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway. anyway. We, uh... Yeah, they suck. I, I just real bad. I just think that... So, like, there's a bunch of stories they could tell with Big E winning this title. Roman Reigns has been the world champion on the universal champion on SmackDown for a year and he's been built up so much and I think it would be great and he's like the possibly the best character in wrestling. Uh and Biggie would be a great person to beat him. Mm-hmm. And then now you've made a new star. If you make mm-hmm. a big deal out of him beating the current guy that's been built up now you've made a new star yeah and biggie's already a very popular star but this could that type yeah. of mo- so that's the kind of moment you need to do the other stuff to make those moments matter <clears throat> yeah excuse me Get really- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you need to do that stuff because otherwise it doesn't really it just doesn't mean as much mm-hmm. like it'll be meaningful to me when yeah. he wins even if it happens in a vacuum but i would like it to mean more than yeah. it can um so that is one option there's also on Raw, Bobby Lashley is the WWE champion. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lashley, for several months, had been really messing with and bullying Big East friends, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, mm-hmm. his um, uh, former New Day yeah, uh, I know who they are. teammates. And Bobby Lashley is like bigger than them, and he's been throwing them around and bullying them. And Bobby I, Lashley's huge. Bobby Lashley is huge, but you know what? Bobby Lashley's bigger than everyone on Earth. Bobby Lashley is the largest man in the world. And, <laughs> he uh, is a but gigantic he's the largest man in the world but you know who's the biggest man in the world who big e okay oh that was good he's the biggest that man in the good. world and i wanted him to show up i wanted him to have this thing going on smackdown where he's like gonna cash in on roman reigns and he sees this, this empire that he wants to take down and he's like oh man i gotta i gotta go for this mm-hmm. i gotta do this but then he sees his friends being his family basically being harassed by this guy mm-hmm. this big bully yeah and so I wanted him to swoop over there and be like, you know what? I was going to do this thing, 
but you're messing with my friends. Yeah. And you better stop because if you want to pick yeah. on somebody your own size. Yeah. And I wanted him to do that. And you yeah. would get so into that. Mm-hmm. And then he would have a storyline reason. And instead, we're doing none of that. No. Biggie's been not on TV. He was like on the SummerSlam pre-show in a match with no story. Uh. And he's... Uh, and what they always do with this money in the bank thing is they always just have the person come out out of nowhere to win after the champion has already like yeah. wrestled in another match. First time they did it, I was there live. Edge did this. The first time they did the money in the bank cash in, you didn't know that this was a way that you, this could happen because you just edge won a title shot and then you thought, oh, he has a title shot. He'll have to like schedule it. <laughs> but you know like he'll have to schedule an appointment yeah. for this title shot he'll have to call i can't just he has to call in call the 800 number and give them a window of availability yeah hit the right keys yeah he's gonna have to schedule ask it. for an operator yeah, exactly. go on the website schedule it. yeah um and uh instead apparently you can just go into the doctor's office and take somebody else's appointment <laughs> if you if you want it more if you have a special slip of paper that says, I can do this, I don't care what's wrong with it's them. It's a giant metal suitcase with a piece of paper in it. Thank you very yeah. much. It's the medic alert in the bank. Um, and so they have... Uh, and so what they were doing with Edge, he was like a sneaky little jerk heel. Um, and so he came out after John Cena had already wrestled in a very long Elimination that's Chamber the cl- match. That's the classic trick now. Yeah. Because that's what... Um, was it Bailey when we went to Money in the Bailey Bank did that, that we yeah. saw did it do exactly that? She did, but you know what they when they did it with Bailey, so Edge was a jerk. So he came out and did it with you didn't know this could happen. Yeah. So yeah, when he yeah. came out, you were like, Oh my god, this is happening and he faced yeah. John Cena after John Cena had been through this grueling match. When Bailey did it, because Bailey was at the time like the purest right. good she baby face they had, yeah. she didn't want to do it. I think she was coming out to like No, she was defending um, She was defending I think uh with Becky. Yeah. Right. I think Becky Lynch. Yeah, because I think Charlotte, it was Charlotte basically Flair bullied was, her into it. Yeah, because Charlotte Flair was being a real piece of work. She was being a real piece of work, and she could have walked and, away, uh, but she kept yeah pushing and, Bailey. And so Bailey came out and was like, "You're not going to get away with this." Yeah, and I think Bailey didn't want to do it at first because she was like, "I'm too good. Like I, I shouldn't do it this way." And then yeah. Charlotte, I was remember such her. A jerk. Yeah, I remember her pacing like and being kind of reluctant about it, mm-hmm. and then she was like, "Yeah." Gonna and do then she it. did, and now she's a jerk. Her character is a jerk. Yeah, but she's, she, she's I know. great. I know that much. Um, See, anything you tell me that I already know is technically a mansplain, and you lose points for that. <sighs> yes, we are doing a points thing, and you know, I will not tell you what the points are. <laughs> I like how it's not just a conversation. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's a contest. A, not just me remembering something. It's uh, <laughs> no, no, right. no, 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 no. Um, okay, well, I have one man. Is this like golf? I have too many. Want to have the lowest amount of points? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Uh, Bailey. So back to Biggie. So they always do this that way. They mm-hmm. almost exclusively do it that way. But the thing is, it used to only be, it used to be new. Now mm-hmm. it's not new anymore. Now they've been doing it for yeah, 15, 16 years. They've been doing Money in the Bank. Oh my God. Which is insane. And you were at the first one? No, I was at oh, the, oh, I was, it was only a couple months later. I was at a show in January 2006. When it got cashed in? Yes. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, that's but amazing. It still was 15 still, years ago. I know. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. My God. Uh, that was the first live wrestling show I ever went to, actually. Um, oh, congratulations. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it, thank you uh, so much. <laughs> I Anyway, I they did a thing. So they do that every time now. So it's not yeah. as cool anymore. And it's usually not even shocking because they'll really like telegraph it a lot. And you can tell when it's going to happen now. And it's just... And so Biggie tweeted today. Uh-huh. 
that he's going to be at Raw and he intends to cash in his Money in the Bank contract, which is like... Give it away the game. Yeah, if you're going to do it, it should be a surprise. So I just feel bad because I'm like, I just wanted him to win it with some emotional... Yeah. And like, it will be emotional and he's great and I'm happy for him either way. Wait, is this the Raw that's on tonight? It's the Raw that's on right now. Why aren't we watching it? Because, I mean... Put it on. We got to see what's happening. We can't release this and not know what happened. It's true. I almost suggested this and then I was like, I know. That's going to be crazy. What if he's not on it or what if he I mean, he he might not be. I think this show is going to be on... uh, um, I think this match is going to be on late. I think it's going to be on at the end, which is why I wasn't too worried about it. Okay. Well, we still got to check. But they love... I think a a theory is that they want to compete with Monday Night Football. So they, this is what they'll do oh. a lot. And sometimes when they tape stuff, if they tape something <laughs> and there's like a big moment on it, like a championship changes hands, uh-huh. they'll like tweet about it beforehand so that you know it's coming so that you'll watch it because they think you won't watch it if you what think nothing's going to happen. What a little strategy. It'd be like if what we do in the shadows is like, hey, the ending is going to be this this time. Nandor dies. And you're going <laughs> to... Don't you want to check no. out Nandor dying? Or say, I know no, I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't even want to see that. I love oh, Nandor. He lives forever because he he's does. a vampire. He's a vampire. The one thing that makes me happy. Okay, here we go. WWE Monday see. Night Raw. It's probably Let's gonna be on commercial. Happening. Probably. I mean, it's like three hours of commercials. Oh, oh it's no. not. Oh, it's Drew McIntyre versus. Uh, I know him. Shanky, I think Veer or Shanky. I think Shanky is the taller guy. Jinder Mahal's I don't think uh, Jinder McIntyre is Jinder Mahal's he's so tall and huge. henchman. What? Oh, what was that? Uh, what was that? Wait, you said that he's tall and huge. He's tall and he's he's a big man. He's large. Yeah, he's he's a large, large man. and in charge. So essentially, Biggie uh, has starting to come out tonight and have a um, championship. Oh, does Drew McIntyre have friends now who are Celts? He, they're uh, the the Viking Raiders. And oh, they, the Viking they, they're Raiders. They're American. The War Raiders. But they do wear kilts. Yeah, they wear so the War Raiders. So I think they're not Scottish, though. They're yeah, they're like Viking guys. But yeah, they're they're um they have similar garb. Uh, yeah, I like. They seem like they'd be friends together. They he has a sword. They probably use like axes or something. Um, I'll cut out us waiting. Yeah, thank you. There should be oh, no breaths. No, um, I don't want there to be any pauses. You don't want to give people an Drew excuse McIntyre to tune out. Is a huge. I like man. that he's got plaid on. His, there's Big E. There's Big E with his money in the bank suitcase. Oh, and there's I have a Kofi Kingston. This, I have a feeling this isn't going to happen. I have a feeling almost certainly that it's not going to happen because they are tipping their hat too much. And it's also like, ooh, they're going to do a promo. I think. Let's go! You deserve this! Let's go! Yeah, man. Tonight is the night. Tonight is the night. Hey, we're speaking up. We're doing it in your hometown. Oh, oh, right here in the B, baby! Let's go! Uh, 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 And, Kof, man, you've been there. You've done that. You got any advice for me? Advice? You asking me for advice? Bro, look, I've always said that you have everything that it takes to be the face of WWE. And you have everything that it takes to be a great champion. So you don't need my advice, bro. You already know what to do. You don't need my advice. Come on, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> but you, you do look a little tense. And as we know, on game day, you got to get it out. You got to relax a little bit. So let's hit it for old time's sake. Yep. <clears throat> hey, we want some new day. Hey, we want some new day. 
This is very sweet. It's like too sweet where I'm like certain they're not going to do it now. Yeah. That was really sweet though because he was like hugging the briefcase and so oh, it yeah. looked like he was like a little boy like excited to go on a trip. Oh yeah. I mean <laughs> like, look, nothing would make me happier than to see Biggie win and also be with the rest of the New Day because when Kofi Kingston won his WWE title which I was there live for and it was I think maybe the most emotional I've been at a wrestling show. And I've been pretty emotional at a lot of wrestling shows. Yeah. Uh, it's and it the was, only place you show emotion. Yeah. It definitely <laughs> with, with the two of us. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're oh, another. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, and that was Xavier Woods and Big E came out and, and hugged him. And it was very emotional and sweet. So it is very sweet always to watch the New Day interact. And they, even if I shit on wwe creative a bunch uh or their like creative direction uh or like lack of ability to commit to things new day will always rise above and whatever they do will always be fun and they always care um and it's always good uh how so late does raw go 11 o'clock <gasps> shit that's so Eastern late time it oh, is a we can't three do, hour we can't. show oh my god three big we hours can't watch this never mind well we can um i mean we i mean you can watch it we can leave it on this. in the background i was really only going to try to tune in at the end anyway because oh, i just okay, you i know they're trying to trick me into that. watching raw and i just don't want raw is like i don't think watching raw every week i think is just the definition of nihilism. Like, I just have never felt anything. Like, if you watched Raw weekly, I think you would know what I mean. It's just that it's like, it, it's sort of the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And it's like the same story beats over and over again, but like nothing ever goes anywhere. There's no continuity, really. People forget about stuff they did. Like, essentially nothing matters mm-hmm. and nothing is important. And it's just like the same thing. It's just like this weird purgatory of nihilism Mm -hmm. every week. And it's like, it's not even bad. Like if it was just a bad show, it would be more fun. Mm -hmm. It's just devoid of any joy because (laughs) they can't, because they can't, there's no like, I mean, it's, it's like a commonly heard thing that Vince McMahon is very indecisive and he'll like rip up the script right before the show. Oh. And that's why their creative team members don't usually last that long from what I've heard, or a lot of them don't, as it's very chaotic and hectic, and it's just not a good environment. And he, when you're ripping up scripts right beforehand and you're changing things every week, there's no way to have a plan. Like, you know, if like yeah, a game of... Yeah, you can do long-term arcs. Yeah, which is like what yeah. storytelling is. So right. it's, even if it is like for kids, children's shows have like a theme and a point, you know? Children shows also have, you know, season like a arcs, lesson. Yeah, they do. Sometimes. But even like a like a Nick Jr. I mean, type I of remember, like, Blues X-Men, Clues has like a lesson it's trying to teach you. When I when I was a kid, X-Men made me sit through the Dark Phoenix saga. It took three goddamn weeks. Wow. I remember being really pissed about it. One of the most classic. I didn't like it. All right. And I'm famous for not liking it. You don't and like Jean Grey. You're not a Jean Grey I'm not fan. a Jean Grey person. It's not that I don't like Jean Grey. It's that when I was a kid, my sister and brother and I well, mostly my sister and I would like assign ourselves characters oh. that we would play, you know, when you would play. And I was always rogue and she was always Jean Grey. So it's just, it's not that Jean Grey isn't my, it, it's not that I don't like her. It's, just, it's that she's not me. 
So when things happen to her, it's like, ugh, I don't care. <laughs> so just to recap, this is your sister. <laughs> so she's not, you don't care because she's not you. And when yeah. things happen to her, you don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that, that's your essentially sister. my sister. Yes. yes. Who I, Flesh who I love. My yes. sister whom I love. Whom I would take a bullet for because she is my sister. Well, yes. she's got telekinesis, so you don't have to worry about that. She can stop the bullet. That's true. She's Jean Grey. She uh, is Jean Grey. Well, I was a pretty big Jean Grey mark, as they say in wrestling. A mark is like a yeah, fan, essentially. Uh, really? Because a mark is also someone who's being tricked. Yeah, well, I think that is what it's okay. what it's for. Because it's old, like, carny language. Yeah. Um, so I think that is, that's the point. Is there A mark is like falling for the, the work, yeah. basically. A mark is, you know. I like the wrestling terms. It's, it's like great. being in the army, but like with carnivals. Yeah, with no stakes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, uh, I love wrestling terms because I use them in like regular, uh, regular um, talking. I Is this the 24 7 title? 24 7 championship. Looks like our truth oh, is chasing it. after Reggie. And I then who love- else is here? I love it. Reggie, this guy used to do Cirque du Soleil, which is like the guy with the belt on. Yeah, the guy, the oh, champion, man. Reginald. Was named I Reggie. love the twenty. Look at this! Look at him go! Oh my god, he's great. He's wonderful. He's so silly. I love this. I love the twenty-four hour championship, though. That it, is the funniest concept. It is great to me. <laughs> the only thing is, when you watch it oh, every week, it quickly people, becomes for people who don't watch wrestling. I don't know why you're listening to this, but the twenty-four hour challenge is. I'll let you oh, explain the twenty four seven championship is a throwback to this title called the Hardcore Championship for a while, uh, several years ago, where it's on the line twenty four seven. So you can literally pin or submit somebody to win it anytime, anywhere at all. So it doesn't have to be in a wrestling ring. It doesn't have to be at a wrestling show. They've done it where somebody was jogging and somebody like snuck up on them and, and really, them. yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, they did. They've lost it to like like. Somebody will be on like ESPN or something, and then somebody will like a wrestler will sneak onto the ESPN that set. Is brilliant! Or the wrestler will be uh, be like being interviewed on ESPN, and then they'll have like one of the anchors roll them up and win the title. I love. Bad that. Bunny was the twenty four seven champion rapper. I remember Bad that. Bunny. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had the belt on uh, SNL. I remember that because yeah, yeah, because I kept. Th- I was like, is someone gonna come pin him? I wish at SNL. Because if I was, why it, wouldn't they? That if, has always confused me. Why SNL nowadays doesn't do more stuff with wrestlers? If I was on SNL at that point, <laughs> as though I have been on it at all. If I was on SNL. <laughs> I you would know, have absolutely but, been like but, pitching. I would have been like, you can fire me after this. I have to win the 24-7 championship. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. No, I don't, the thing is, though, like you wouldn't have asked permission. If you worked at SNL <sighs> and that was happening, why would you ask permission? That's true. I would have Run just, out on stage and pin the guy. Do, shoot. Those are the rules. Shoot on Bad Bunny. Those are the rules. Shoot is when you when you start actually fighting somebody for real. Oh. And it's very frowned upon because it's very dangerous. Oh. Um, Wait. Well, so what are you saying? That it's not real? Uh. Anyway, so. Uh, All right. So what's your last thing? I think that was share? kind of the last that thing I want to mention. Thing? But there were, there were, I mean, there were other things. Um, well, there's always going to be other there's things. There's always going to be other things. I guess. Uh, um. Because we're at an hour now, you know. Okay, we can stop. We can save other stuff for other for other times. <laughs> what are you gonna save? What is it evergreen? Because this is kind of a weekly show, right? Well, there was a thing. Okay, so Samoa Joe relinquished the NXT Championship, which is sad because he just won it back. He Aww. got he was like he's like a legendary guy that kind of got signed probably a little late, 
in his career because he had these very aggressive, yeah. fun matches, but they put a lot of wear and tear on his body. So he's been getting injured a lot in the last few oh, years. That's... And then he's finally in WWE. And so he just was released, but then after being a commentator for like a year, and then Triple H, I guess, signed him back to NXT. And so he was on NXT, their like third brand. And uh, he won the NXT championship um, recently, only a few weeks ago. And now he had to relinquish it because apparently he mm. isn't medically cleared again. But he said he'll be back soon. He said it's not a long break, but it is making me sad. But there's also they're going to revamp NXT with oh. a totally new direction tomorrow. So I'm wondering if he's really hurt or if they're just like, we want to put it on somebody else. We want to like do oh, We want yikes. a different champion. So I wonder if that's what's happening. But Samoa Joe is a, is a legendary guy. He's great. One of the best ever. Well, uh, good for so. you to end the podcast on a sad note. Hey, well, what? one more quick thing. What? Adam okay. Cole. And okay. Adam Cole recently signed with AEW. Yeah. He left WWE and NXT uh-huh. to go to AEW, which okay. I think was a good move because WWE doesn't typically handle a lot of people super well. Like they'll, it, he probably wouldn't have been doing yeah anything as fun as he'll be doing in AEW because no, in AEW it's WWE. it's owned by all of his friends. Yeah, and his girlfriend works there, um, so it's much more comfortable for him. Yeah, but the thing that I heard about him was that they wanted that they were pitching some stuff some ideas for him and one of the ideas that they were pitching for him to go to the main roster nxt is considered like the developmental lower like smaller brand and then the main roster is raw and smackdown is they yeah, wanted I him to be a manager much. i'm just i'm not just saying it to you <laughs> i'm considering an audience i know, I know. that's fair that's um, fair that's fair so i was uh, uh so wait he's gonna be a manager i would just assume you knew everything because like all i talked to you about is this crap. not anymore I that's put true a stop you're right to that. You put a it's stop. now damned it up podcast um but anyway sorry you were saying so adam cole one manager. of the pitches is that they wanted to be a manager for somebody else oh uh, a guy named keith lee who does not even need a manager because he's very charismatic and can talk typically you want to give a manager a manager is usually to be like a mouthpiece for a guy that isn't very good at talking and is better at physicality Mm -hmm. keith lee is good at everything you don't need he doesn't need a manager yeah um but adam cole was they wanted to be mostly a manager and then this uh this other wrestler thunder rosa who is also fantastic and a huge star and she just signed with aew and she's great yay Uh, what's her thing uh she um is like basically like a mexican warrior like she's oh. just like she paints half her face um and is very cool and she's very badass and she wrestles like very aggressive matches and it's like very important to her mm-hmm. she did mma once and i heard an interview with her where she was just like i just cannot get my ass kicked i have to just like even if i lose this fight i just have to like tough it out and just and she did not get her ass kicked she oh, she nice. didn't win but she is very tough anyway the point is for her, what I heard is that they wanted her. She's like a bona fide star. Like you uh-huh. can just see when you watch her, it's like, oh yeah, this lady's legit. She's a huge star. Um, so they you, offered her so, a referee position in WWE. So <laughs> they wanted her to sign her and be a referee. Oh. So this is the thing that where they're like extremely tone deaf. Yeah. And just don't really have because they've been a monopoly for so long. Mm-hmm. They've never really had to care. They've kind of been like, if you want to work for us which for a long time they were the only place where you could really work and make any real money. If you want to work for us, you'll just kind of do what we yeah. want you to do. Um, and now that's not true anymore because now they have AEW and the entire wrestling world is kind of on fire. So even if you don't work for AEW is the place that has like the comparable money and spotlight, but there's plenty of other places you can work. So unless you just like have to work for WWE, like you mm-hmm. need it, there's no reason to like play their game about it. So basically it's just funny to be like, okay, so there's this 
other place where they could go, and in Adam Cole's case, a place where his best friends, mm-hmm. where they run it, and he could basically go and do whatever he wants and make comparable money. Um, so they can do that, and we got to try to keep him so that he'll be a big star for us. And what do we offer them? Hey, how would you like to just stop doing the thing you love? <laughs> how would you like to just be around it but not really get to do it? Yeah. And they yeah. were going to make him change his name from what I hear, which is funny because Adam Cole is like part of his catchphrase. Like his big thing is saying Adam Cole, <laughs> Bebe, and then the audience is Bebe with him. That sounds and like so- something like a villain in a movie would offer somebody. Like, yeah. Yeah, whatever. You'll but, never be anything. You want to now you if you want to stay here, you got to be a manager. Yeah. You know? But at least they would be like in the movie they would get something good out of it mm-hmm. and then it's like sort of a deal with the devil thing where they have to like give up something. Yeah. And in this I don't think they get anything out of it anymore. It's mm-hmm. like I don't think he gets anything good. And I also he has a Twitch stream that is he was unwilling to give up and apparently it was like it wasn't even wow. negotiable. He was like if you make me give up the Twitch stream we're not even talking. I'm just Yeah, leave. well I'm sure he makes plenty of money yeah. on the Twitch stream. And he doesn't have to like kill his body. Yeah. <laughs> to do it, you know, like Yeah. Loving wrestling is not going to always, you know, heal the pain that you have to go through to do no. this. So it's like if you have a non physical way to make money but yeah. you just get to play video games and talk to people yeah, it's gonna be enticing like to me. I, want, yeah. I want to do a twitch stream but you won't let me you famously yes i won't let you <laughs> nobody knows that's a joke by the way oh, <laughs> it should obviously be assume. a joke uh no it is it's pretty um, obvious who's in charge here. it is you did all the production for this this never would have happened without you um uh, all right we can stop mm-hmm. there uh we're gonna do this podcast twice a day uh every day uh like hell like hell. like hell that's right we're gonna give him hell <laughs> twice a day all right did you see hang on before we go well, you have news now i yeah i have a fun i i get two minutes at the end of the you podcast get two minutes that's right your final thought like. um uh no i i was quoted in the new york post today <gasps> for a tweet that i did at the vmas last night <gasps> where i said i would follow cindy lopper into hell and so the New York Post says, I would follow Cindy Lauper into hell, writes vulture writer Anne Clark. Wow. <laughs> and Victoria Clark. Yeah. That's I, huge. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get it framed and put it on the wall. That's great. That's a credit. Yeah. And I hope Cindy Lauper sees it. That would be meaningful to her. And you know what's funny? What? I don't even think that you meant to do this. What do you mean? Cindy Lauper is actually a wwf legend because she was oh god you scared me i thought the, you were going to tell me something bad about cindy lopper oh, and no, i was going to be Lopper's like oh my uh, god what did cindy lopper do i mean i thought tru- you were going to be like truthfully this is it's a, say a, a type of show like this is hard for me because as we've stated i do not keep up with a lot of news like uh, all the <laughs> no, time so, so she could very well be That's problematic so in some way that i'm not aware of no but like sasha banks i think she's mostly been fine yeah and we love cindy lopper and uh, anyway, uh but she's so, she was part of like a big wrestling so you oh, brought it yeah. back to wrestling didn't even mean to do you're that right you're right back I, in the, in the, in the mid 80s yeah, yeah i have seen those clips of cindy in the in the 80s uh doing the wrestling stuff that's cool wow, serendipitous. Yeah, man. yeah what a great show that we've done yeah vmas were good um yeah the vmas were well i mean they how were many okay. stars how many stars? Oh, on a, a night five. full of stars. A oh, night full of stars. Oh, you mean? <laughs> I realized that. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm talking about a celebrity show. So I should probably clarify. I don't mean celebrities. Uh, but yeah, whatever. Whatever no. your rating system is that you want to make it. Yeah. The they're VMAs, all made up. The VMAs were sweet. The VMAs, uh, I mean, they were kooky. They, they were kooky. 
Um, Doja Cat was an uh, interesting host. Like her her chatter uh, at the intro was like MTV forty years. Wow. Sounds- anyway, I give it up for Haley Bieber. <laughs> like that was literally that sounds like a dig. Her- that was like, literally like, her opening like, like monologue. She, um, she doesn't care. No, it was very funny. But she had these amazing outfits. One outfit was her wearing an improv chair as a hat, which was very cool. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I thought about making a TikTok where I put my improv chair on my head because I have an improv chair. We have an improv chair from the uh, UCB East Village Theater. We R. do. R. We do. Now we're just shooting the shit. This is the podcast. People are. have probably tuned out by now. I think we have. Um, I, I think people are going to be really committed to this. I don't think anyone's going to listen to this, but you know what? You know the important what? Thing is That's that what Joe Rogan it. said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to listen to this. I, wouldn't it be funny if Joe Rogan like secretly didn't want anyone listening to his podcast oh, and was like it. increasingly mad at how popular I mean, he doesn't getting. know and they have to like pretend it's just for him. Uh, and that's why he says so many problematic things because he yeah. thinks people can't hear. Because he's like, somebody heard that? Oh my God. Uh-oh. I just wanted to be in my secret room oh. <laughs> where I do my... Have you seen the room he broadcasts from now? It looks like a little weird pod it's like a layer it's like not. a layer since he moved to austin his studio oh like austin a yeah that's yeah he's yeah, done in austin and he has covid he's at the creek in the cave that's he has covid did you he know has that? covid yeah he got covid and then he took horse pills he took oh right pills. that's what he was doing yeah i heard somebody at work was telling me about that when they were yeah. like he's, he's telling people now to like take these crazy take pills the horse meds um and howard stern was like what an idiot uh, Isn't it funny when Howard Stern becomes I know, Howard the Stern voice has of reason? Some kind of awful voice of reason, which is crazy. Because sort of sweet old man whose wife just yeah. runs a little kitten. Yeah, whose rich adoption. hot wife has thirty five cats or whatever. Yeah, um, and you might as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I no, I'm not. Sounds like I'm denigrating cat rescue. No. I'm not. I'm not. I love cats. Anyway, on that note, I feel like we should wrap it up. Sure. Uh, I don't know uh, what we're wrapping up, though. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's like, just and like, subscribe like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Whenever we have something to like or subscribe to. Yeah. Uh, we plan to do more of these. Every podcast is like this. If you go, if you, it's like a year later there and you go back to listen to the first one, they're just like, oh, we might not do this or <laughs> yeah, maybe. This might not come out. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well. Some of them do. Remember how, remember how when we were talking about doing this, you thought it would take half an hour? And this is an hour and plus. This is an this is an hour and fourteen minutes. All right. Well, you'll edit it down. All right, guys. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. We'll see you at the wrestling ring. That's right.